Hey, it's Tony Bruski. If you enjoy this podcast, Real Ghost Stories Online, be sure to check out our other paranormal podcast, The Grave Talks, with new episodes every Monday and Tuesday. Just search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts. Now, here's a 15-minute preview of one of this week's episodes of The Grave Talks. Today on The Grave Talks, followed by Demons. It was a cool and windy day when Solovitis was a young girl swinging in the park with a friend. Hardly a moment one would suspect to be a defining time in life. However, the girls began to feel their hair being pulled. Confused and angry, the girls jumped from the swings and spun around to identify the perpetrator of the hair pulling. When they witnessed a glowing woman in white with dark protruding holes where eyes should be hovering feet above the ground, the girls were terrified. This would be the first of many encounters with frightening spirits for Solovitis. Today on The Grave Talks, we hear the story of a life followed by demons and dark energy with Solovitis. Well, for me, it started in a, uh, at a very early age. Um, my first experience was when I was about seven years old, um, where I, I'd seen an apparition at a, a local park when I was, you know, as a child playing there with my cousins. Um, and it sort of filtered on from there, seeing more things um, as I grew older and more experiences. Um, what happened on that first first encounter was um, we were swinging on the swings and um, each of us thought that someone was pulling our hair, but it wasn't the case. We couldn't reach each other. Um, and then at one point we were swinging very high and looked, um, looked at each other pretty stunned because our hair had been pulled again. So we jumped off the, the swings and as we were running, we looked back and saw a woman that was elevated about a metre off the ground. Um, she had a white dress on, long black hair, but her eyes were hollow and black and she had her hands out to us. Um, I think our feet didn't touch the ground um, by the time we ran we ran home, but um, and our parents didn't believe us. So that was the, the first experience. My goodness. I mean, but how old were you at the time? I was seven, about seven. Wow. I mean, that, that's quite a shocking thing to, to have happen. And not only just if it was ending at our hair was pulled and we were scared, but you turn around and you see this image, this apparition, and quite a haunting one at that. It's not just there was a shadow or there was a nice lady there. This almost sounds like almost kind of menacing. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's, it's hard to retrospectively look at this and say, what were you feeling other than being scared? Could you sense it was something negative? Could uh, you sense it was something positive? Where, you know, where does your mind take you when you, you go back there? Well, initially it was utter terror. Sure. Uh, you never experienced that quite young. Uh, but later on in life, uh, what I worked out was, because I'd been back to that park several times because we lived close and we would hear... Um, like there'd be a little scout hall there and music would be coming from it um, and noises and people laughing and talking and we'd go to have a look, but there was nothing there. As I grew older, I realised that this person or woman that we saw was um, not actually trying to hurt us uh, or to scare us. Um, she became one of my attachments through life and, and I got to know her. 
she was very frightened. She was someone that um, was murdered and no one knew where her body was. And um, to this day, we've tried to find where that could have happened, um, her name and everything, but that's we can't find out what's, who she was. Um, so really it was, she was looking to try and reach out to somebody and help me, that kind of thing. Wow. And I want to talk about how you realized that, that she was an attachment for you later in life. And we'll get to that shortly. Before we, we get to that part of your story and your life, walk me through, uh, you, you get home, you had this experience, your parents don't believe you. That's got to be kind of frustrating as a child. But did, did occurrences continue to happen after that for you as a, as a young child? Yes, they did. Um, lots of things where I would hear things um, in the house, uh, people walking up and down the hallway. Um, one other experience, which was very terrifying, I was about 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, and I was in my room. And as I've lied down behind the, the corner of the room next to my lamp, I saw this black figure and I froze. And it came closer to me, and as it was leering down into me, um, I could see its teeth and I could see its eyes, um, and it was it, it was disgusting. It smelt, and I screamed. And I remember my parents running up into the bedroom, and I told them what happened. Now they could actually smell the smell, but they didn't believe what I saw. Um, and that black figure, I would see um, oh, for for months after that, just in an, in the house. It never did anything to me, but it it scared the living daylights out of me. Um, and eventually it subsided. It stopped. Where do you think, and this is a retrospective look at this, where do you think that this figure came from? Where it made an appearance for a period of time and then went away? Was this something that is was dormant in the house and just kind of came and then it, it slipped well, away? Something passing through? What, what, what were your thoughts? Well now, well, now that I look at it, at 12 years old, I didn't know what it was. Sure. But now that I look at it, I think that it could have been an energy that was still in the home and may have even been connected to to, to um, people that lived in the home before us. Um, it didn't harm anybody. It scared me. It focused on me. And that has been my life story where um, I've seen a lot of negative things. And I didn't understand why I was seeing a lot of negative things um, until I got older and I and I studied demonic um, entities, negative entities, spirits, and realized um, from what I do now, um, I don't just research it. I actually help people who are in that sort of position. Um, does it happen often now? Not very often at all. Um, it's more so other people are suffering these things and I'm able to go in there and help. Um, unfortunately, I don't really see spirits that are, let's say, you know, my uncle who's passed away, I won't see him. I'll feel him maybe if he's around, but I will see the negative. And that's my, my story. That's how things have happened for me. Let me ask you that. And I, I want to, to learn about uh, what this is for you and why it may be the case for other people with you helping other people. You being an innocent young child. Why do you think you were in the position to be the target of these negative or demonic entities from such a young age? Well, look, things like that can happen to people who are, say, like, say depressed, mm -hmm. um, you know, suffering traumas, things like that. I grew up in an extremely Greek um, strict upbringing. And as a child, I was I, I was I wouldn't say I was unhappy 
but you know I wasn't the happiest um, I had my own um, depression that I was going through and very isolated from the world and um, these entities look for the people people who have who are weaker so when you're at your weakest link as they say mm-hmm. and when your aura your energy field is that low that's where they come in and, and if they can get you they will uh, I've never had a possession I've not been possessed or anything like that I have been um, oppressed I've had infestation around me um, and that's because through life as well um, I went through some horrific things personal horrific things and traumas so my, my, my protections my auric field my my personality my energy was constantly low okay and that that's that I understand that that's something that we see quite often and hear quite often is if if an individual is suffering from depression, if they are surrounded by negativity, just surrounded in in an area in life that it's not going to breed any sort of positivity, that these sort of things feed off of that, regardless of who it is, whether it's an innocent child or not. So you're saying basically because of of where you were in life, where you were in your mental state, these things basically kind of saw you as an easy target, if you will. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't have, there doesn't have to be a reason. If we're going to be speaking about extremely negative entities or demonic situation, um, you don't, well, one, they can't possess a person unless you invite them in. Um, Sometimes we unknowingly invite them in, and that could be our circumstances around us. It could be people who are, you know, uh, drug abusing, alcoholism, um, have been in um, abusive situations, lots of scenarios where we've unknowingly just let them in. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where your protection is up and, you 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 know, you have faith, uh, you believe in the divine, all those sorts of things, but you are tested. So people who think that the only time that you will see a negative entity or, or anything that's sinister or anything like that is when you don't have faith um, or you're not a good person or anything like that. That's not true. It could happen to anybody, mm-hmm. really. It just takes a moment of weakness um, or to be doing something that, that you don't really know that you're doing and allowing them in. Um, in some cases, people play with Ouija boards. That's fine. There are people that actually know how to use them, know how to, how to open them, how to close them, how to protect people around them. There are a lot of people that don't. You don't know what you're letting in. Um, things like that as well that happen and at the end of the day it, it also comes down to I don't know what people believe but in my belief system we are tested all the time so you have good and you have bad you have negative and you have positive so where there is positive the negative is going to try and destroy that what was it for you in your life as you grew older uh, you know getting into your teen years and and you're realizing you're having these uh, occurrences you're having these encounters with these very negative things and you're starting to kind of see this pattern and, and this trend what's going through your mind as as a young girl and and having these experiences and maybe your friends are not and maybe your family is not so open to the idea what are you thinking about what's going on with you at that moment oh well initially i thought i was going crazy yeah um that, that there was something wrong with me um you know sometimes you know as as, as i was growing up um you know, our belief system or the Greek belief system is, you know, those things don't happen, you don't see them. Um, and if you do see them, you need to go to church and all that sort of stuff. So I thought I was going nuts. There was something wrong with me. I was seeing things that weren't there. Uh, I was getting scared of things that weren't there. But that wasn't the case. 
Hope you enjoyed this 15-minute preview of one of this week's two brand new episodes of The Grave Talks. To hear the rest and get new episodes every Monday and Tuesday right in your podcast feed, search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe or visit thegravetalks.com. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Behind every company, there's a time-tested engine keeping it moving. After earning his master's in accounting degree online from Grand Canyon University, Isaac's helping drive his client's business forward by identifying efficiencies and building business models. He's become a core team member, keeping clients on budget and ensuring their success. What do you think accounting careers look like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. 